Welcome to the WMBF UK podcast. Hello and welcome back to the WMBF UK podcast with me, Sarah Glanville, as your host. Today we are speaking with a whole lot of natural muscle. It's WMBF pro Carl Taylor and WMBF world's team athlete Anthony Taylor, aka the Taylor Brothers. How are you guys today? Fine, thank you. Good. Just did a push and pull session, so you're pumped then. Pumped. Yes. <laughs> I can see you pumped and ready to be here. Um, thank you both for joining me on the podcast. Really excited to have this conversation. I think the best place for us to start today is to take it back to the start and find out how you guys found the sport of natural bodybuilding. Yeah, um, well, yeah, we basically used to play a lot of football back in the day. Everyone played a lot of football. Um, we were very good at it. We used to do a lot of five-side tournaments. So if you want to find us, we'd be in the park playing football, Saturday and Sunday teams, Friday and Wednesday training. So out of the seven days, we used to do football five days a week. Yeah. Um, and as we got older, we, um, we um, they, they built a gym opposite my mum and dad's house, which was an old factory that my dad used to work in. So um, yeah, we, we, when the man opened the gym, he came to our house because my dad did the layout in the building. And um, I was a gas engineer, so we had to find the gas pipes for him. So they were made friends with the gym owner, lived opposite. I think we were the first ones. We were like the first ones in there before it was built. Made friends with him, and we was just there constantly. Yeah, we started. We started in, in that gym, but um, there was no like really um, no bodybuilding going on in that gym. So it was just a gym where we, we just loved training. So we used to go there like every day, and then um, then we come to Emporium. Um, and when we come to Emporium, a couple of the guys here um, advised us that we could probably do go and do natural bodybuilding. So my brother was the first one to go and do the show. He went and done the um, Supernaturals um, WNBA. And I remember going to watch him and thinking, you know, when you fall in love with something, can you see it for the first time? And I just remember getting that buzz and I went home, I said to my missus, I said, I'm going to do some natural bodybuilding. I really wanted to try it. And you wanted yeah, yeah. When his first shot, he was extra shredded and he really done well. And um, after that day, we really haven't looked back. We just really just threw ourselves 100% into this natural bodybuilding and really enjoyed it. And as I said, when, when we used to train, we just wanted something. I was going to go and do some powerlifting. I just wanted to focus my training. I knew that I was strong and I knew that, um, you know, I wanted to do something within me, you know, through the weights, but I didn't know what. And it just happened to be natural bodybuilding. But I was going to do some powerlifting, but then I thought, you know, the guy, the guys here said to us, you know, you like, can go and do some natural bodybuilding. So that's what we did. Um, yeah. You know, um, you know, we've got a natural. I think we've probably got a natural gift because we we do walk around naturally quite lean anyway. Especially when we're say when I was when I've got pictures in Cornwall, we're, we're like twelve. And we were there with six packs, and the older lads used to walk through the park and say, Anthony, get your six pack out. And I used to take for them, and I was only like 12. So we've always had quite good physiques. Um, hence, my mum and dad 
Um, and like my mum, my mum stuck to eating meat um, years ago. So I, I haven't eaten meat. I didn't eat it as a child. And then I started to eat it again. And I haven't eaten it for eight years. Um, my brother still has a bit of white meat, but I just eat fish and I don't have dairy. Mm. I think that's a big part of it. I feel like the reason why we were so naturally lean because we grew up on quite a good diet. Yeah. Uh, mom. Thanks to my mother. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks, mom. <laughs> yeah. And my dad, my dad's always pushed like a lot of Jamaican food, as I see. Yes. Like dashi, yam, cassava, green banana, mm. which I never used to like. Yeah. And then my mum would probably put some Yorkshire puddings in there and some, you know, some sprouts, some English <laughs> stuff. So we had like a English Jamaican and English diet. Yeah. And it paid off. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. No, I, I think I didn't actually realise that you were still so new to the sport in terms of actually competing but you clearly were training how long were you training in the gym before you decided to compete uh, 15 years i'd say yeah it's been about, uh, it's been about what, for me like 12 years yeah but to be honest I, I used to work in the final work experience at sports center so I used to um, I used to work there every Friday night. So I used to put the badminton um, nets out, trampolines out, and then I used to sneak off to the gym. And, and there's been many a time I've got caught with a twenty plate trapped on my chest. Yeah, <laughs> quite dangerous. Um, but Jim is my brother. What I mean by that is, he came to me about fifteen years ago and said, "Can you do three sets of ten pull-ups?" And he could, and I couldn't. I've done ten, six, and four. Um, so he started setting some challenges and he'd been going to the gym and I, I hadn't been going to the gym, I had a gym at home. So then, yeah, he took me to the gym and he was doing 20 plates for five sets of five sets of 20. So I always remember the first challenges. He said, you've got to do 100 breath with a 20 plate, which took me a few months to do. So it was just a chasing yeah. game, chasing the strength and obviously the feeling. Yes. You can't be, you, you know yourself, the endorphins that get released from yeah. Special leg session, for instance. Yeah, yeah. If I if I don't go to the gym, I can. Um, I think gym, gym is really important for me, uh, mentally and physically. Yeah. To keep me in the right place, um, you know, gym is something that it's essential for me to, to go to the gym. Um, at one stage in my life, I've gone for a bit hard time, and um, I'd say to anybody that that feels like they're going through problems, um, gym can help. It really can yeah. it really can help when you can you can you can go into the gym feeling um down and depressed and you can come out feeling just a little bit better do you know what i mean yeah so, yeah as i said that's, that's i'd say the chemicals we need during the session are healing yes definitely. and i i'm one of these people that sometimes i don't put the headphones in i kind of meditate to say that when you're in the present moment it's like being in meditation state so when yeah. it's like any game of football or when you're working out, all you're thinking about is what you're doing. So you're not totally. stressing about bills, not stressing about work. Yes. So I find it very therapeutic in there. It's like a it's like a meditation for me. I'll come out of the gym feeling great. Not that we're not depressed or anything, but no. just like that mindset. And when you yeah. don't do and you, you you know yourself, if I took gym away for one week from you, you wouldn't be who you are, would you? <laughs> A hundred percent. I completely agree with what you've said. And it is, it's, I think it's, it adds a bit of structure to your life. And like you say, you go in and you just focus on whatever it is that you're doing in that 
session and everything else kind of you can put it out your mind for an hour or two hours however long you're in the gym um and then you get to come back in and you've come back into normal life and you've got all these good feelings from having accomplished something from challenging yourself from pushing yourself and then you're able to apply that into other areas of your life as well which is great yeah and and I love I love how you guys have kind of gone through this journey together of you know pushing each other in the gym and um it's almost a bit of a competitive energy between the two of you and you push each other to be better um by the time you have decided that you want to step on stage you guys have been at this for 12 15 years and you have already built this great physique where genetics maybe have a little bit to do with it that's okay (laughs) Um, genetics maybe have a little bit to do with it like you said but it's a lot of hard work and time under the bar in the gym doing what you need to do to develop such a great physique that you've come on and shown to be very successful from the start of your competing journey which is great well we're lucky to have that because as i said um Anthony's my older brother and he's always pushed me um to certain areas where i've been lacking and he's helped me push forward in them areas and we've always been pretty close so we are competitive but we're competitive in a way where we push each other we never ever as you can see, we, we, we wish the best for each other. But the key reason for this is we've seen it ourselves. There's a lot of brothers and sisters out there that actually hate each other and don't care about <laughs> you, You've seen it yourself. Yeah. Um, my mum and dad, dad's Jamaican, my mum's a blondie. Um, they've been together since they were 19. They're, they're 63 now. So we're coming from a, from a nice, tight knit family. We have to be like this because. Can't let my parents sacrifice. That's not acceptable. Like, like for instance, we haven't been to prison because, like, my mum and dad. You know, there's certain things we wouldn't do. Yeah. That's the reason we're so focused is from, we're from a good family unit, which unfortunately, even though we didn't come from the best area, yeah, where we're from, there's not a lot of people that have my mum and dad. I'm not saying we're from Brazil, like the ghetto, ghetto, but we're from a place where like mum and dad together. Is not a lot of our mates. A lot of our mates have got that, so that's why we're a little bit um, blessed in that area. Well, appreciate. It. Do you do you feel like do you feel like your love for sport has kind of and like fitness has kept you focused as well as like the family structure that you have? But you know, you're you clearly are very active. You said you were doing football your all of your childhood and stuff, and you had six packs, which doesn't come from nothing. So, has that kept you grounded as well? Do you think? Definitely. Definitely. Um, I used to do a bit of boxing as well, like, like boxing training. And, um, you know, I feel like with any type of sport, it teaches you discipline because you might think that you're, you know, if you go into a boxing gym and you try and throw your weight around, there's always somebody that's going to knock it out, you know, knock it yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, as I said, I feel like sport has disciplined me as well. Um, and it's given me a better attitude towards, you know, life. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely um, kept us, um, you know, a more of a structure and a routine to what what we've been, what we're doing. You know what I mean? I'd say it's in the army. We've, we've, I've met a few people recently that have come out of the army, and I've, they've got a similar mindset to us. Even eating, you know, seven o'clock, ten o'clock, one o'clock, four o'clock, seven. I'm not missing my meals. Um, I was saying to my brother the other day, um, since 
the two productions last year. I haven't missed it. I haven't missed gym session, neither has he. We've probably done extra gym sessions. So yeah. our um, coach tells our coach tells us how many days off. He thinks that we overtrace. Yeah. Um the work I think is a bit but as I said, I, I find it hard to rest because sometimes I'm gonna say I've got three daughters and I'm, and my missus. <laughs> so there's a lot of women in one house, so sometimes I have to get out. Do you know what I mean? And and even if I just go and do my steps in the gym, um, and then I just come home, I find it hard not to go to the gym to be honest. You know what I mean? Um, but I find that when I do rest, I definitely get more gains and um I'm, I'm starting to listen to my coach basically. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> we're, we're coming from a time, say 10 years ago, I don't even remember um, C.T. Fletcher, Mike Rashid. Yeah. So then be like, I don't, I never watched, I watched Arnold and people like that. But before I used to go to the gym, I used to watch C.T. Fletcher, you know, grow! You know, he tells the <laughs> to grow, and I believe in growth and popularity. So we used to, we was overtraining before, before overtraining was a thing. Compound. So we used to compound, we used to do 10 sets. So when I watched C.C. Fletcher and I watched his physique, I thought we're on the right path. So we've always overtrained, mm-hmm. and these days we're cutting back a bit, like five sets of ten. That's so. This is due to our coach because he's um, yeah, he's just tweaking us. Yeah. So it's definitely working. Definitely works. What is? Because because obviously we've been training for so long, it's hard to get rid of bad habits. Yeah. And um. It's been hard to like certain things he's been telling me to do. I've been like, put the phone down. I don't, I don't get the logic. But when you actually try it, and it, you know, the, it, the proof's in the pudding. Do you know what I mean? So, it, it, yeah, you learned over the last year and a half. It's, it's priceless information. Do you know what I mean? So, I yeah. overtraining our problems. I, I, I think for you guys as well, like you're. So for for some people who are getting who are pretty new to training, it's it's good to learn how to train well from the start. But we've all been there where you find a love for the gym and you enjoy doing it and you want to be there and you're getting a lot from it and you maybe are overtraining a little bit. But when you get to the point that you guys are where you've developed a lot of um, impressive musculature and you're trying to refine the physique and continue to grow when your body's already grown a lot it becomes like trying to find the nuanced ways of getting any gains that you can get. That's when someone with uh, with a coaching background can maybe help point you in the right direction. Um, but I'm sure that, I'm sure that you guys are progressing lots. Um, you eat well, I think as well. So you're, when you're eating lots and you're training lots, that yeah. tends to work well. That's what I want to do down the line. Um, we like to go into, you know, I think we eat different. I don't yeah. eat like, that's why I, look like we look for like the way we look. I've got a few gems. Um and obviously I'm over 40. So if I win my next couple of competitions to get the ranking that I want, I would like to go into like advising over 40s. Yeah. How to stop me because I see some diets out there. They're good, but we've got some extra stuff that that is that, that with with my brother he's always eaten well. Um I live with my brother for was it about a year. Yeah, during COVID, during COVID, um, we moved house, and just as we moved house, COVID kicked in. So um, I went and lived with my brother for a bit, and that's when I realised how well he was eating and how rubbish I was eating. Literally in that year, like my, my we, we, 
Because obviously all the gyms were closed. We borrowed a bench from the guy over the road. We've got a bench for small leaflet centre. Yeah, and that's where we just really, during COVID, we just every day, every day, and I realised how I was eating. And when I started to eat like that, my, my physique, literally, because I used to eat a lot of like rubbish. I used to eat like, you know, anything, McDonald's, yeah. KFC. The worst food, I didn't really understand. Even though I was training, I wasn't getting the physique, but my brother was really conditioned. Well, he was very, very strong. Was strong. He was strong. I wasn't, wasn't cooked. And then when I started to eat my brother's diet, literally within like a month, I started to see new muscles. And so that's when I realized that diet really is what would you say 75%? Yeah, it's a big part of it. I, I think diet's 50% to 75% of. No. Well, in, in saying that, I've always had the my coach has got us to think this way. I've always yeah. been like, they can out eat me, but they'll never out train me. Yeah. So we've always trained to another level, but now I'm realizing I can not cut back on well, I can cut back 20% of my training and put that extra 20% into the diet. Yeah. And, and one more thing that's golden, what, what's made a change for us is having a coach. Having somebody that's fighting for your best interest, because yes. there's not a lot of people out there, apart from your parents, yeah. who want you to succeed in a certain area. So he's been the catalyst to success. Yes. The little tweaks he's made, which I wouldn't have made on my own. And to be honest, we would never ask people for help. We'd never go to the gym. People come up to us for advice, but we wouldn't go to them. Yeah. So no man's island. That's what we've learned. And once you ask for help, there's always my help everyone's. Always room for improve, always. I love and that. And that I think I love that. I love the attitude that you guys have got. It's it's great. Yeah. And 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 what we're doing about at the moment, there's a few things that we're doing to do with bodybuilding. Um one of them is this um, brand, what's the vibrations? Yes. So we've got a brand going on now. We'll just give up we've just had oh, nice. So I've got some women's um, gym out. <laughs> the name Monster Vibrations says it all. That's like, that's a brand I made about six years ago. And I saw painted, so now we're actually pushing that brand. Amazing. So, so alongside with what we're doing with the fitness. Yeah. That's great. So I guess I'm really interested to find out more about why you guys have been passionate about staying natural athletes. Because I know there's a lot of pressure in gyms and in the bodybuilding community to look towards taking performance enhancing drugs. So why have you guys both decided to stay as natural competitors? I'm going to start this and my brother's going to finish it. Okay. First thing I'd like to say, um, there's a stigma between natural athletes and assisted athletes. Personally, in my career, some of the best advice I've ever had training-wise and diet-wise come from assisted athletes. When I started gym, I didn't know what assisted athletes was. I was training, my legs are so big because I used to train with an assisted athlete and I never knew. And he used to push me to levels that were just ridiculous. Um, so what I'm trying to say is, I'm not a natural that runs around um, bad mouthing assisted athletes. That's their yeah. choice. Me personally, you probably know by looking at me, I would never, ever touch anything like that because there's too many side effects for me. Um, and I don't, I don't, don't want size, as in size. I, I'm happy with the frame God gave me, and I'll just build what he gave me. But um, a lot of guys are chasing a big monster physique, and that's what a lot of them have got. Um, but I, I'm not, we're not naturals that slag assisted athletes up. 
because I've yeah. got some information up from over the years. For me, for me, it's just health risks. Um, you know, it's not it's something that's never really appealed to me, to be honest. Like, you know, coming from doing um, boxing training and stuff, um, it's just never really appealed to me. And as I said, like, it's not really the look that I get accused, to be honest. I get accused of, um, you know, being assisted. I've been accused a lot of times. And um, to be honest, it's, it's pretty annoying because. I feel like it takes away from the work that I have actually done. Do you know what I mean? So as I said, um, it's a know, big compliment, biggest compliment you can have. Yeah. I, I just came back from Spain a few months back. I had four people ask me at a water park and they were all on, on a, 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 they were assisted athletes. They come up to me each three, four times telling me what am I on, what am I on. I showed them my back, I had salmon, potato, broccoli, vegan protein shake, but they couldn't believe that I looked like I did, naturally. Yeah. We can, to be honest, I think that you can, um, for, for any young, of the younger generation that listening to this, you can build the physique you want without, um, you know, being enhanced. I really do believe that. I really believe if you stick to the diet and you, you're having enough, um, you know, protein and you're sticking to your calories, and you're doing what you should be doing, you can get um, you know, physique that you want. Um, another thing is, as I said, with the, when I went to um, a couple of these shows, assisted shows, I think a lot of these guys, when they come on stage, do work all year round for this one day on stage, but I don't think they're that healthy, because when they come on stage, I noticed a lot of them were like really out of breath. And um, you know, I thought that, I felt like that some of them literally just, fell on the floor and started breathing and we were breathing really heavy. And when I looked at him, it, I mean, it just didn't appear. I know, yeah. Cool. yeah. Cardio was really Yeah, I, I, I did the PCAs about mm. five months ago. I just booked it because I was 82 kg. I was like the biggest I've been, 82, 83. And I wanted to see my body up against them. And when I got there, there was two like world champions for the best in the game. I come third out of four. So I beat a 94 kg guy. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an assisted athlete as a natural. Um, and I wanted to see the pictures after that yeah. and say I've done it. So when I went to two goals, the assisted athletes, yeah, there is a massive difference. There is you know, it's it's hard to create that type of muscle when you're natural. Do you know what I mean? What I'd say in saying that, when my brother was on stage the other day, what I noticed the guy he was up against, he had a big physique. But there's so much more detail within my brother's back muscles. You know, like where they've got one muscle, he had four. Um, I'd rather see four muscles than see one big heavy muscle. And again, it's not, I'm, not, I'm not knocking them, but um, for me, it's, it's natural all day. And I think natural, um, how can I say this? I've got a 13 year old son, and he told me the other day, Dad, Ronnie Coleman was only trying to feed his family. That's why he took steroids. And my son was half justifying taking gear. Yeah, exactly. Well, my next words were, were, if you ever took gear, daddy would disown you. <laughs> and he jumped in, I've never said that to him before. And he's 13, when he's 16, he will be doing a natural competition because he's a better version of me. You know, our kids are manifestations of what we would, I can't explain, some of our dreams and goals can come through them. You know what I mean? Like, they always say a father's son does what the father never done. Yeah, if he, so, if he wants to do. I just, 
I've, I've seen it on the internet recently. Um, a lot of the um, guys in America, they're talking about, is it testosterone, growth hormone, how much they take in a day? Yes. And they're putting this information out there. Now, I agree with educating people, but a lot of people are really watching this. They're in a different uh, take uh, it the wrong way. I feel like a lot of the young kids like Tim and Joey as aesthetics. Yes. And he was 30, wasn't he? Yeah. And he passed away, didn't he? Yes. And, um, I feel like it's basically, yeah, I feel like natural bodybuilding should be on the rise. Yeah. And it's, 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 for me, it's the way forward. You know what I mean? As I said, with people, yeah. Women are saying that to you. Yeah. That's worrying. Yeah, worried me. It's worrying me. said, you know, it's a completely different sport i think the the untested side of this the of bodybuilding you know you're saying you go on and you see just a completely different look um, yes. and i agree with i agree with you tony like i think that the the detail and that you see in natural competitors is just much more aesthetically pleasing to me and i love the natural support um but I, I think it is scary. I think that it's becoming almost normalised that people take performance-enhancing drugs within the sport. Yeah. And it takes people like yourselves to role model to the younger generation that, that what is possible as an actual bodybuilder. And yeah. stepping, stepping away from anything other than how that compares to anything else, it's a huge accomplishment. And you guys look incredible standalone irrespective but, of what anyone else is doing i'd say already i've had about in my in the, in the last 10 years i've had about eight young bodybuilders thinking about taking steroids speak to me and me as well and i and they're not taking it now yeah. and they're not taking it because of what i said to them yes. and when they saw me getting changed you know i'm in the change room with my boxer shorts they call me wow that's where the conversation starts and i tell them i'm natural and i tell them the side effects and yeah. what I've like there used to be a saying, get big or die trying. I mean, like you don't don't worship your life, like don't worship your blood, your genetics, your ancestors that live before you and pat and, and give you the opportunity to live as a human and you want to get big or die trying. To me, you can't treat life like that. You gotta respect for life, respect yourself. Yeah. 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 It's it's totally it's your health has got to be the most important thing and and doing this because it's it brings the best out of you it's not life or death it's um it's a, it's a sport and for a lot of us it's a hobby at the end of the day like really it's uh it's something we do over on top of the rest of our life and um yeah I th I'm glad that you've been able to have a positive influence on those guys that have come to speak to you and I'm sure there's a lot of people who've seen you from afar and what you guys have achieved on the WNBF stage and on other natural stages that they've been influenced in that way as well without ever having to speak to you. Yeah, that, that word you said, um, my brother said it as well. I had was it made it not not it brought a, a genuine like heart heartwarming smile to my face. After my last competition I had two youngsters contact me and start cutting, and they're doing competitions because they've been watching me, and saying, you can do it, I can do it. And, yeah, and we've got about, yeah, about four or five guys coming through nice. now, and nice. the, the, the physiques are tremendous. Nice. Like, I can't, they're gonna win. Yeah, that's great. Uh, to be, just be part of that, a little bit. And um, inspirational people are telling me when I've done the, you've done the world. <laughs> right, I gotta say, my dad says this. My dad says, you don't walk around saying you're a champion. 
you don't walk around saying you're the best at something. People tell you who you are. So in a day, if any people said to you you're inspirational, you possibly are inspirational. And that word, you've never had that before. Like you're inspiring me to do what? To, to be a better person, to do this, to do that. So like that that was a that was something that came to like, me. Like, um, Gary, Gary, um, Gary just with the BMBS. Um, over the 60s, over 60s. Yeah. Um, he, he, he was one of the people that inspired us to um, start training just by looking at our physiques. I mean, sorry, start doing shows by looking at our physiques, saying, you know, we can go and do a show in this category because he knew more about bodybuilding than us. So we just try and do the same for people that we see who have got potential in the gym. Yeah. And we, we, we you know, they'll come over to us and say, oh, you've got a good physique. And we say, well, actually, You've got a good physique. You would be in this category. You, you could do this, you could do that, you know what I mean? And then they go away and think, and then you'll see them a week and a half later, and they'll be like, you know, I'm thinking about what you're saying, and yeah. I feel like it's show, and you know, it's good to be able to do that and inspire people like that. I've been sending them bodybuilders in their category, mm. and then they get they message me back like, well, he's the champion. I reckon I could challenge him, and I'm saying, oh, no, you can. So that's <laughs> So I love it. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, let's talk about Worlds then. So you guys had an amazing 2022 season, both of you. Um, what was it like to qualify for Worlds and to go out and do it in LA and together as well, which I imagine was a big part of it? Oh, it was amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Trip of a lifetime. Trip of a lifetime. But you, you come first. Did you come first? Yeah. Yeah, I come first. Yeah, I come first. Well, I, I play second at the world. Um, and my brother plays first. Yeah, but mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah. I, I think that was my first show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I placed third at the Supernaturals, and then obviously I got the invitation, um, you know, to LA. And me and my brother thought, you know what, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. We get to fly out to LA, um, you know, even if we don't get a placement in the world, you know, we knew levels would be high. So I was just happy to, I didn't really go there with much expectation. I just went there to compete and get some experience and just quite humble to be honest, you know what I mean? Just wanted to experience LA. But to win just blew my mind. Like I felt like it was a dream. Like I woke up in the hotel and seen the pro card and stuff and I just couldn't believe it. I was like, it's mine, like did actually win. But it was, it was I, really I, I knew that he was going to cause big damage when he got there. I knew. Like, so I knew that he was going to do what he'd done. I mean, I was happy for my brother as well. He came second. Um, you know, I would have liked us both. Would have liked us both to have, have won. That would have, you know, been great. But as I said, first and second, I was really happy with that. I was really proud of both of us. You know what I mean? You, you, you both smashed it. Like, honestly, um, absolutely smashed it. Did you get a chance to watch each other? Or were you both backstage at the same time? Yeah, I... I when he was going on stage, he came to get me, like, wide-eyed, like, where are you? I'm on, get back. Every time the chicken comes forward, they go on, go on to stage. And I get a bit, like, despite my anxiety, I get a bit serious. But it's like, that's how I function to get the best out of So, so I called him, but he was like, what's wrong, what's wrong? I was like, nothing, just get back here. Get backstage. So I went backstage and I got him got him an espresso coffee from the little coffee shop next door. The Mexican coffee shop. Mexican coffee shop. I gave him that. 
he ran into, I think it was the Chinese athletes circle, picked up their 20 dumbbells and just started curling them on a mad run. They were looking like <laughs> their cameraman started filming him. So he just went off on one, like 100 press-ups. Yeah, I think so. Caffeine up, basically. Caffeine up. The world's just an amazing, like you say, amazing experience. Really good experience to see all the different um, countries and all the different type of physique. So it was just super really the GB team, meet people like yourself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And proud to be honest, you know, really proud. proud to be on the plane with you guys yeah. and, you know, ha have a t shirt, be a part of something with, you know, your, your, your country's um, flag on it, representing. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. And even to this day, like, you know, the recognition, even of people like you thought didn't even really know about bodybuilding, but even to this day, people will come and say, oh, you know, you, you won the world champion. It's nice, it's nice, it's nice to be recognized for something good. For something good, yeah. And, um, you know, um, it really is. Something, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and we just started as well, we just started. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> First year, there's a lot more coming. Like we're really ready to work hard for the next what's Yeah, I'm ready to do this for the next five years. I think I've done about eight comps now, or nine, and I've got some lovely trophies at home. Um, and I see them every morning. Um, I'm actually talking to my parents' house, so like my mom and dad, because at first they thought I was a bit mad. They thought I was obsessed. Yeah. You know, people do think you're obsessed with bodybuilding. It is quite as you know. I'm obsessed with sport. <laughs> you have to look at yourself a lot and. It's not like you, you know, you're obnoxious or anything, but it's like you have to check out, you know, your games and where you're at and to keep you know, real time to real people around you. They can get a bit annoyed. Like my missus can get a bit annoyed sometimes if I keep, oh, I need to drop this or, you know, I need to do this. So, do you know what I mean? So, I understand people around can get annoyed with your family members and stuff. So, you know, when you get results, yeah. then they start to understand why. You do. Yeah. Why you do what you do, and even to take, take our dad, like, because our, our, our dad won a um, deadlifting competition years ago. I don't know what federation it was. I don't even know if it was, if it could have been in a lesser centre, but I don't know where it was. But he kind of tricked us when we went into gym with that philosophy that I am a deadlifting champion. So we do a lot of deadlifting squats. Um, and we met one of our idols over in America, his name Charles Glass. Charles Glass, a muscle bodybuilder, the American guy. There's an American bodybuilder and he's a pro. And when I was doing my posing, it was serious. Um, we have to big up pose by Faye, our posing coach. Yeah. When we were doing our posing lessons, he said, I'm, I'm basing you off this guy in America. And, and one day you could possibly beat him. And when I went to America, me and Carl met him. He gave us compliments of our physiques that we do deadlift and squats. Oh, Alberto, Alberto. Alberto, I think it is. Alberto, new yeah. Answer. So new eyes of yeah. So yeah, yeah. nice guy. Lovely guy. He gave us compliments. We were like yeah, a little bit starstruck. For him to for him to be complimented, we we looked at him like he was kind of like what the best natural get. Okay. And then when we seen him, he was complimenting us and we were like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But, yeah, um, we've seen some. I've seen some great physiques out there. Badders, Badders, um, Badders, Nigerian, Nigerian champion, Badders, Badder fitness. Yeah, people like him look up to them guys. Yeah. Amazing, you know. Yeah, I know it's an amazing opportunity to go out and stand on the same stage as these people. Like you, you idolize them, you see them from afar, and then having the opportunity to go compete with them and. 
Carl, now you're going to be, next time you step on a WMBF stage, you'll be up there with them, up there with the pros. Uh, <laughs> you know what? i tell you what, I feel like I've worked, I feel like I've done everything that I can possibly do within the time frame that I've had to build the best physique yeah. for me personally. So, as I said, I'm going to try and keep the same attitude because I'm going to Switzerland to do my pro day. Yeah. Um, so as I said, I'm going to try and keep the same attitude that I had for LA. I'm going to go there with no expectations um, and just know that I've done my best and whatever happens, I'll be happy, if you know what I mean. So I'm just happy to, to um, you know, be even cool a pro, to be honest. So I don't really look at myself as a pro yet. Um, but as I said, after this show, after this show in Switzerland, We'll see how I do there, and then we can yes. just go. Over there, you know what I mean? But I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to go over there with my, uh, my missus. We, we might do a drive. We might do another drive over there and do some sightseeing on the way. Nice. Um, so just make a make a trip out of it. See what I'm happens. being kicked to the curb by this trip. Is going to get a camper van? <laughs> oh yeah. Send me all the pictures. So yeah, I'll get about them to come if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, did a bit of one in Germany in a few weeks. I've been invited yeah. to that. Um, I might go there and show my tricks because I feel like I've got immense to make. And by the way, like taking third place the other day was for me very humbling. I wasn't happy at the time. I've learned from it, and you learn to listen to my coach. My personal, like I have to say, my brother's a champion, but he's probably a bit more humble than me. I'm humble, but I go for first place all the time because I manifest it. I, I, I really believe in myself that much that I want that and I train for it. Yeah. If I get second, I take it on the chin. But third place, third place, it knocked me. I, I drew home and I was just quiet um, and I reflected on it and I know what to do now. So I'm back on it. But that's only because of the work that you've put in as well. That's why you know, expected it more. Yeah, expect it. I expect, I expect yeah. a lot. And this yeah. sometimes you don't get what you want. So again, you need to be home for me. Uh, the reason why I don't say I want to go for first all the time is because I don't like to set myself up for disappointment. Yeah. I just yeah, like yeah. to, like, you know. That's my mindset, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't like to set myself for disappointment because then I'll, I'll be upset. Do you know what I mean? But as I said, if I just go there with no expectations, then I feel like I don't. And I'll get the, and bring your best. Yeah, yeah. Because I, mean, I always say this yeah. stuff. Like coming up to comps, you'll probably know this online. The people that are competing against you, I, I see them on the Instagram timeline. They're watching me, and I never watch anybody that I'm competing against because yeah. I'm in competition with me. Mm. I, I, two weeks in the competition, I'm I'm on my food. I'm looking in the mirror at me, just me. What I'm what am I bringing to the table? That's all I care about. And if I'm bringing nine out of ten, it should be okay. Yeah, yeah it'll be great. So, Carl, you're doing Switzerland. You're going to Germany, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, the BMBF got supernaturals in mm -hmm. three weeks time. Then mm -hmm. there's a final BMBF in Germany, which mm -hmm. convinced me to go with because Gary's got food to it as well. Yeah. And Corey, I mentioned about Corey. Yeah. And Corey's a classic. Corey's a classic. I call him the classic king. And I was with him a few weeks ago and he came third to this guy. Like, is he doing supernatural? He's doing supernatural. Oh, he, he worked that hard and he beat that guy that made him third. 
and he got first. And yeah, so really I, I've got a lot of respect for him because he's backstage and I could see that he was, I could see him overthinking things. Yeah. And third, he's come back, he got two, he got the IFBB double day, got first, and he got first in BNBA. And I'm, I'm sure he'll get first in the WNBA. Yeah, he, 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 he's you know really, what? He's really good. Really good. So we got yeah, yeah, we've got a good camp, good team, team. Yeah. Um, and and we've got there's and we've got our good friend who trains at this point, Desmond. He's like our brother, he's like our brother. He's training just for the same amount of time. Yeah, he's been training yeah. the same amount of time. He didn't really want to go into a show because it wasn't that just wasn't for him. But because he's got such a great physique, he's gonna do um, we've, we've all been on his back and tall, tall men's physique. Tall men's physique. We've been doing that supernatural. So and um, and you've been with another guy from our gym called Baz, Big Baz. So the six of us from Emporium are coming to the um, supernaturals and we're all bringing um hard work and, and riches and shreds, so it should be interesting. It sounds like it. sounds like there's a there's something to watch coming from Emporium. I'm excited. I'll be shouting for you, it's awesome. And are, yeah. are your eyes set on worlds again this year, guys? Or are we? If yeah. You don't fight? If I, um, well, we'll see what happens for me personally. I'm going to see what happens in Switzerland. But as I said, um, you know, if I get the invite, I'll definitely be in Seattle. Yeah. Um, me too. Tony. John Nicholson. John Nicholson. I think he runs it. No, he said when they met last year. Yeah. Really nice guy, Russ. I think he's one of the judges at the WMF. He's part of the organization organizing that. Yeah. And he, he, he told us to make sure we come over to that event. Lovely man. And yeah, by the way, WMF. Um, I've been to a few federations. I would never knock any federation. WMF. Love them. Um, open the door. Um, no favoritism. They just deal with if you're good, you're good. If you're not, you're not. You get ranked on your capability and your what you what you bring to the stage and i did yeah, see no shout out, to, shout out to Steph and Andy as Steph well. and Andy, yeah. they've done a lot of work and you know um give me a lot of good advice in la as well priceless advice they give me in la um yeah. and you know, dave dave who does men's health yeah dave, dave. Yeah, yeah. I dave the organizer because <laughs> it was you and him that organized our food wasn't it yeah yeah it was you on stage with the microphone in the last show, and I saw a hip of the microphone. I thought you got the two, you got the right people speaking there. Oh, we're we're out supernaturals, we're coming, both of us. We're gonna do the same. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I'm gonna to come to Seattle to support you all if he's come. So you'll yeah, we'll get through if I qualify. I'm there over there. Yay. Amazing, but, you know. I'm not, as I said, we can work like. I feel like I've worked all year, and when I'm in that condition, like, because I find it hard sometimes with the diet and to get down to that last little, I'm doing it right now, I'm 75 kg now, I've got to get to 73, 72, for me to show the best of my physique, and it's hard for me to get past that 75 kg, it's like my barrier where I have to really stop steps, that, steps above my, 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 yeah, my steps are up to like 20,000 a day. So yeah. um, if I do 10,000 steps a day, I can't get what I want out of my physique. So I've really got to push it now. And then while I'm in that condition, I'm going to try and hold that condition and bring it to Seattle. But I can only be in that condition for, you know, a month or two before I start to, it starts to, to leave me. So, so I'm looking to just peak and stay there for a bit. And then next year, I can just, I'm just, to be honest, all I've been thinking about is just food. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hungry. Hungry. I'm hungry now, right now. 
All I can think about when I'm training is food. When I go to bed at night, food. That's it. But that, that's the discipline, though. Yeah, that's the discipline. That, right. And that, that means you're getting lean. That means you're getting real lean. Competition, yeah. just train. Yeah. This is the hard bit. Yeah. You're going to suffer. It'll pay off. It'll pay off, I'm sure. So, guys, to finish, to finish off today, what advice would you have for the competitors that are coming into Supernaturals that would love to get to Worlds? What advice would you have for them? Advice. Say, enjoy the moment. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Um, it's going to be what it's going to be. Let's say if you if if you if you've got the base to do a show, I'd say the first thing you need to do is get a coach. If you want to do a show, you need to get a coach to you know, so at least you can learn off them and they can guide you towards what category. Also, sorry, you need a you need a coach and you need a posing coach because our posing coach literally told us when we went there, told us what category he thought we would do wooded. So I feel like that's the first step. The first step is finding out what category you want to do. And then basically start working towards that category. But as I said, John, as I said, um, training for me is, it's 50-50 with diet and training. The diet is a massive part of it for me. And if you, if you can diet, um, you've got 50% of it done. That's the, hard, the hardest bit for me personally, is the diet. I love training. But training depleted is a whole different thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then people will be like, you're all right. Like, you look a bit like ill. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I, 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 yeah. like, when, I, when I get depleted, I get these black marks under my eyes. And then if I take my top off, you'll be like, yeah, you're all right. But if I have my top off, you'll be like, you're okay. You look like yeah. you lost a bit of weight. I'd say what, what my brother's saying there is that's before a show. Yeah. So that's athletes getting them before a show. But I'd say on the day of a show, a major thing you can do, this is what I've done. My first show, I didn't talk too much backstage. Second show, talk to the other athletes. Mm. You'll learn so much of them. Yeah. They'll ease your mind. Yeah. At the world, me and we, we was walking around to pros that nervous, saying, mate, why you, why you look nervous? You look great. And they were saying to us, sure, do I? They were unsure of yourself, but we, we were laughing that some people would be in such great condition yeah. and be so insecure. That's why they're looking at them. Yeah. yeah. And they're looking at competitors, worth they Sometimes you do, you look at yeah. the competitors and stuff. Yeah. But everybody we told was going to win. Everybody we said, mate, you've got this. They actually got first place. And they didn't think they was going to before the show. So I'd say backstage, to ease your nerves. Talk to other athletes. Yeah, and you'll learn so much. Don't sit there in your corner, yeah. your legs up with your headphones on, in your own little box. Save that for when you've done eight competitions. Yeah. And you're a pro. Yeah. But if you go there and you're new to it, You've got to talk to people. And, and what you'll find is when, like, so even when we went to LA and found, there's people out there like us. <laughs> Same mindset. Like-minded people that, like, you know, um, yeah. it's like if you, if you have a cheat meal or something, you've got to tell somebody because you feel guilty. Yeah. You know, and like, a lot of people will do this. And like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you meet a lot of like-minded people. At these shows, and it was good to to do that. You know what I mean? It's good to meet people that are on the same page. Meet people that are on forty grams of fat a day. <laughs> Don't see yeah. them over thirty six, about thirty six grams. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that's great advice because you're so right. Like 
it's one time you're going to be surrounded by people that are literally on the same goal as you at the same time as you they're peaked at the same time as you they've been prepping for a similar amount of time so make the most of it ask for advice ask for guidance just make some connections and speak to people I do think it helps with the nerves thing as well when you realize that you're just sitting next to other people who are really like you it's not sort of superhuman people that you can't have any connection with yeah definitely and i'd say a lot of the some of the best advice i got was off some of the over 60s over 50 bodybuilders yeah um they think they maybe not drink water they maybe uh, had certain foods three different types of carbs i was gonna have they told me what would suit me and why tried to test it they've done it they've been there yeah. so well, wouldn't I listen to them? So yeah, just talk backstage and you meet like-minded people and you actually make really good friends as well. Yeah, I feel like you've lived there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn with um, natural bodybuilding. Um, it, it, it is. I think it's science. A lot of it is science as well. You know, like when some of these um, things that my coach tells me to do, I'm like, that is science and that is like, you know, tuning the body. Um, yeah, so it's good. It's good to see the end result. Like, because obviously I've been, um, I booked, and I went up to eighty-seven, um, and obviously I'm seventy-five now. But when I went up to eighty-seven, I've never been that strong before. Like, like what I was lifting just felt really. I just felt good. Do you know what I mean? But as I said, now I'm coming back down, and I'm actually this is the first time I've ever booked, to be honest. Yeah, so now I'm coming back down. I'm seeing new muscles and it's nice it's, it's it's a good experience to have actually done that and then come back down and see what i built um yeah. i explain like it's like it's the, the light at the end of the tunnel i've worked so hard this year yeah and now i've just been chopping it off chopping it off and i can actually see now and i'm not there yet but i can see what i've worked all year for and that is a good feeling in, in, in itself you know what I mean? And to live that lifestyle, I was much more, I was bulking, but I wasn't bulking like my brother was bulking. He, he did it fully properly, like he did it properly. Um, it's not easy. It's a lifestyle. And, it, and it's like consistency on another level. Like every couple of hours, you need to get a certain amount of calories and a certain amount of protein in your body. And that, that goes on for eight months, 12 months. Don't stop. So a lot of people realize how dedicated you really have to be to do this. Even like I work both hard, edit, stubborn, so that's why it suits us only. Even even like what what um the calories, like I went up my calories went up quite high. Um at first I was struggling to get the food down. I couldn't literally couldn't eat it. And then like every time I was eating, I was falling asleep. Afterwards it was my body was just like, oh it's too much food. You know what I mean? But after a couple of weeks I got used to it. And um, my strength just went off the Richter scale, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was nice to um, try something different and go up to that type of weight, but I don't think I was comfortable walking around that, you know, 87 kg. I'm naturally, yeah. like, you know, 79 kg, naturally walking around, you know what I mean? But it's nice to do that and try something different. So, yeah. yeah. And another beautiful thing I'd say, I noticed this the other day, well, um, when I first started gym, and I, I'd say I was probably living stone. I was a, I was quite slim, and I should look up at these guys and think, "Wow, I'd love to be, I'd love to have strength like you guys." And now, when we walk into the gym, I get the respect that 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 big man used to get. I'm now the big man, but in my head, I'm still not that big man, but I am. 
There's people. So yeah, I've got the respect that I used to have for guys in the gym, but now I've got it, which yeah. is uh, everything was small. We've always been small. Yeah, yeah. Been, you know what I mean? We're not but it's, it's, it's because you've earned it. It's just time in the game. You've done what you need to do consistently every day, day in, day out, and you've earned that strength and you've earned that respect. Um, what I was going to say, one more thing as well, sorry. Natural bodybuilding. Am I right in saying it's on the uprise? It has to be, yeah? yeah. Because due yeah. to yeah. like and all that, the health implications. Yeah. You've got people like Will Cohen, you know Will Cohen? Yeah. Will Cohen. I was at the old walls of him on my first show. Um, he's a youngster with an amazing physique. He's like a pinnacle of being a natural athlete. He's, so, 90, he's 90, I think he's about 90. Yeah. So people like him, I was on stage with him. And I saw him the other day at a show. And when he comes back, he's going to cause big problems. But we've got a lot of ambassadors, such as yourself as well. A lot of ambassadors out there. Now, hopefully we can be um, Birmingham ambassadors for, for the sport. But there's yeah. a lot of people out pushing the levels and showing. Yeah. Like, here we are. Gym. It shows that this team as well, how many new natural bodybuilders are coming through and I think this is just a start. I really do. Like I feel like even JP with the JB fitness JB there's a lot fitness. of guys here that are coming down from bigger physiques and they've got some seriously um dense muscle. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, it's gonna be like they're, 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 yeah, they're coming from that shape. Yeah. But three this week actually three guys have spoken and they're like competing. I, I want to walk away from them laughing. I was going mate when you strip you know what you're gonna be showing us. You know, so Josh Wolf, our coach, I have to can't commend him enough. Yeah, really. He's a good man and he's basically changed a lot of people's lives. Very intelligent. Very intelligent. You can ask him anything, any time of the day, he'll find the answer for you. So we do And Josh going to show our coach as well. I am so excited to see you both back on stage. Um, so hopefully I see you in Worlds, Carol. I'm hoping on, I'm really hoping for that, and I'm really looking forward to seeing you at Supernaturals, Tony. And we can see yeah. you backstage as well, Carl. You're going to help out backstage. Yeah, at I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, really. I'll tell you something. He ain't he's not he's not oily meal. Don't get him on the tanning. <laughs> Okay, no tanning for Carl. We'll find another job for you. <laughs> yeah. Don't put me on the cooking store. I was going to say, put me on the cooking store. But with the yeah. store. There you go, cookie stall. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for talking with me today. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to get so much value from this episode. And thank you to everyone listening along at home. We're going to be back in a few weeks' time with episode 18 of the WMBF UK podcast. Until then, you can enjoy any of our previous episodes on Spotify or YouTube. Have a great few weeks, guys. This has been the WMBF UK podcast. Check out CNP, our sponsors, and sign up for our events at wnbfuk.com.